This is Safety Bri, your number one safety geek. Why do we have the behaviors that we do? Superheroes in the workplace, right? All of those things that go into making you an effective safety manager. I love what we do. Motivation, learning, teaching, training, teamwork. I geek out over that just as much as I do safety. Hello, 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 my safety friends, and welcome to the Safety Geek Podcast. This is Bri, your number one safety geek, and how is everybody doing? I hope your week is going amazing. I hope that everything is going the way it's supposed to be. There have been no accidents, no incidents, and you are just gearing up for the end of this year. Can you believe it's the end of the decade? That's amazing, right? All right, so today I wanted to talk to you about something that I have been thinking about and I've been concerned about for the past six months or so. So I don't know about you, but I love economics. (laughs) I love thinking about the economy. I think because it has such a psychology background to it too, and there's like a whole like behavioral economics thing, but I am like, an economics junkie. I listen to a lot of economics podcasts. I read a lot of economics articles and things like that. And although the economy here in the United States is strong, it is really. I mean, a lot of people are concerned that we're going to go into a recession, but everything is pointing to that the economy is strong and that we may end up, you know, being okay, I think I think the concern comes from the fact that it's been ten over ten years since the last recession, and the economy generally goes in these ebbs and flows, right? And the best thing I heard was last week or something where somebody said something about we could be like Australia, you know, where they have like twenty five years of economic growth here, so we could possibly do the same thing in the United States, but. There's always a concern, you know, because our economy generally has a recession every 10 years or so, or actually a little bit less than 10 years. And here we've been over 10 years and things seem to be going really, really well and things are really strong and the job market is good. It's kind of like an employee's market out there, right? But I still have that little inkling in the back of my mind about what if the economy crashes? You know, I'm still concerned about it. And I think it's because I lived through the 2008 economy when I was in my 30s. So it's kind of like fresh in my mind. And I saw what it did to my profession and to my colleagues and things like that. So what I saw in 2007, 2008, when the US economy and pretty much the world economy kind of crashed was a lot of safety people were out of work because of the fact that, you know, a lot of corporations kind of see safety as a throwaway department, unfortunately, you know, like when they need to start cutting costs, they kind of look at the safety department to cut them first. And I'm seeing this like, in my friends right now that are in They work for companies that the product that that company sells is more of a disposable product or a luxury good or something that, um, that people use their disposable income to purchase. 
I'm seeing their safety departments starting to shrink. Like these corporations are starting to change their spending habits and they've gone from large safety departments and really good safety records to where they're like, we don't know what's going on with the economy and they're tightening their belts. And what are they doing away with? They're, they're firing safety people. So what this got me thinking of, and I don't want you to think that this is all bad. And what brought it up was actually a recent visit from my brother because he was looking at the gas prices. He's from New York and I'm in Florida. And he was looking at my gas prices here in Florida and how cheap they were. And I was thinking, well, gosh, I remember when gas prices was were $4 a gallon. And now it's like two twenty or something like that. And I realized like I still budget thinking gas is going to go back up to $4 a gallon because that's what I was concerned with at the time. And it got me really thinking about the economy and, and all of that and just about job security, right? So that's what I kind of want to talk to you about today. Even though what I'm talking about is the value that safety brings to the organization, but that value will help give you job security. All right, so I've written lots and lots of times about how safety is a profit center and how safety is a value to the corporation and how we you know, make money for the company and how we save the company money and all of that great stuff. But what I wanna talk about today is you. What value do you as a person bring to that organization Because when times get tough, the organization is going to make cuts and we don't want them cutting you. (laughs) Because for one, you know, we want you to have job security. But two, safety is definitely an integral part of that organization. And we have to get them to realize that and we can't do that if you're not there. So I started thinking about, you know, what value do I bring, you know, when I work for a company, and I will tell you, When I am in a safety leadership role, the things that safety leadership has taught me over the years, it has taught me, you know, leadership skills, communication skills, marketing, graphic arts, right? Because I got to make my own posters and stuff. Um, It's taught me to be resourceful because I'm not always given the budget that I would like to have. I have technical writing skills, training, coaching skills. I even dabbled in website development and SharePoint and IT and all of that. So in my career in becoming a safety manager, these are all the skills that I gained. So when I work for a company, this is the value that I bring to them. I'm not just a safety manager. I'm a safety manager that understands the business and understands how everything works together. I'm a safety manager who has leadership skills that can help rally the troops and motivate them. I can train, I can coach on anything, not just safety. I help their marketing department. I've actually made commercials for the businesses that I've worked for that have nothing to do with safety, but I had the skills and nobody else did. So all of those things is, that's the value that I bring to the company. So if hard times were to come, are you going, is that company going to cut somebody who has all these skills that can benefit them in multiple areas, not just safety? That's the point, right? So When I work for somebody, this is the value I bring. So I want you to kind of take a moment and think, what value are you bringing to your company? 
how are you valuable to them? So that way, during a possible recession, during a cost-cutting season, they're not looking at you as being an expense worth cutting, all right? So what I want you to understand is that when you're wanting to get management support for what you're doing, the value that you bring to the company is a great place to start. Because once they see that you are a valuable member of the management team, they are more likely to support the projects that you're working on as well. So ways that you can start to uh, increase your skills and bring value to the organization is one, become an expert on the company history. You know, you could be the go-to person that when they have customers coming in or people asking about the company and they go, you know what, you know, Brian knows about that. And I literally used to be the question person and the go-to person. People would call me up and they would say, Bri, I remember like 15 years ago, somebody saying something about yada yada. Do you remember anything about that? And I'd be like, yep, here you go. Here's the memo. And I would have all of that information. It was hilarious. Stuff that was like 12, 15 years old, I would just have. And I, re- and I retained that information. Don't even ask me how I retained it. S- things as silly as like food safety stuff, um, motorcycle policies, just, I mean, just crazy little things that came up over time that people would put out a memo or make a decision on that I had cataloged. And I just remembered, yep, we got that. Here it is. You know, so I became kind of like the expert on not just policy history, but I also kind of knew the history of the company. So like, think about it. If you know the history of the company and customers come and they go, hey, let's go talk to Safety Joe because he's he knows everything that's been going on in this company. He could tell you about that, right? So you become valuable. Another way is knowing how to use their proprietary software, all right? So if they have a software program that they're using to, you know, for their orders, for customer service, whatever, If you can be like the trainer for that software and know the ins and outs of that software, then you become invaluable with that. And I like to take any software program that a corporation is using and try to tweak it and add a safety aspect to it. Because safety should be entwined in everything anyway. So this is kind of a way like, hey, I I need to learn about that. We used to use this thing called Live Journal for, um, I think it was called Live Journal for food safety. But it was like, oh, how can I use that for regular safety? So now if you're using it for food safety and regular safety, then I have the right to know about how the software works. And then I can become the expert on that software. And then when the food safety department has problems or questions, who's their go-to person? me. And then what happens is then I'm being helpful. I'm adding value to the company, right? Which makes them want to support me more as well. Right. Another way is organization. So with safety, organization does count. I'm sure we've talked about that before. You have to be organized. So you generally end up, you should be at least (laughs) one of the most organized people in in the organization. So then what happens is maybe HR needs help organizing their system or the lab needs help organizing their system. And you can actually create a synchronized system throughout the whole organization, which then once again makes you more valuable too, right? Another idea is that because you're building these 
coaching and training and motivation and leadership skills as being a safety manager, how can you apply those skills to normal operations? How can you apply those skills to efficiency and increasing productivity? And then you help the management team by giving them tips on how to, you know, do those things in their areas. And then once they see those work and they see how helpful you are, once again, you get more support for your position. So the whole idea is that you want to be the most valuable team member on the management team. And this solidifies your position, right? It makes you stronger. You can even like develop like a niche that you are very specific to. It could be a software niche. It could be an organization niche. It could be, you know, history of the company niche. It could be something that you are the go-to person and that if they lost you, it would hurt the company. That's kind of the idea of where you want to be. But as you are trying to do this, what you're also gaining are skills. So don't think like, I don't have time to pay attention to, you know, being a valuable member and learning other skills because I have safety stuff to do. When you're actually learning these skills, it helps once again to solidify your position. So a great example is that in my past, I loved IT. I love databases. I love running Excel spreadsheets. I went out of my way to learn how to run pivot tables for the sales department and learned how to do all that stuff, which then gave me skills that I could use in my safety department. That also led me to, we needed to have a synchronized place to hold all of our policies and procedures. So I learned how to develop websites. I learned how to market things. And in doing that, it gave me the skills that I needed to start the safety geek, right? So if I didn't have those skills, I wouldn't be where I am today, right? So recently, and and what this brings up is a thought that recently I was talking to somebody who's not in the safety field. I believe he's in uh, design, building design or something like that. And he kind of felt like he wasn't being appreciated in his work, there had been an acquisition within his organization or a merger, and he wanted to kind of solidify his position. So he started to learn their proprietary software. He started training on it. He started helping the sales team, even though he's in the design team. And in doing so, he gained a ton of skills to the fact that he is like one of six people in the country that know how to run this particular fancy software, right? But now he's starting a side hustle where he's branching out and he's training other people, not necessarily on the proprietary software, but on the skills that he's gained, right? So it's very helpful to you to gain those skills too. So what I want you to do is look outside of yourself. Look outside of your department and go, what can I do? What can I learn that the end result will be twofold? I will be a more valuable member of the management team and I will gain some skills that will always help me in the future, right? So one way that you can get there, and this is how I kind of focus on my business, and I will tell you, I have been inundated with so many great comments and emails. And I just, 
thank you guys so freaking much. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. I appreciate you following me on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever you find me. And when you leave a comment, it means so much to me. So I have been hearing things about like, I love what you're doing and these are great ideas and I think the same thing. And the last one was you are just providing such great value. And I approach the safety geek with the thought of, I want to focus on you. I want to focus on creating value for you. So that way you could take this and become a better safety manager or improve your career or have a better life, right? So you could do this same thought within your position as a safety manager. As you're sitting there within your organization, think, how can I focus on them? What can I do to improve them? Do not focus on yourself. Focus on the people around you, the managers particularly, and the employees. What can you do to them? What can you do for them? Excuse me. And then focus on how can you create value for that organization? And I will tell you that when you stop focusing on your own self and on promoting yourself and trying to make yourself look good, and when you're just focusing on what can I do for them, it makes you look good 10 times better than you can any other day. All right. You're going to get it back tenfold. Right. So, Please, please, please just focus on how can you serve others and the return on that will be you're going to become this valuable team member that if, and I'm saying if because I don't think it's going to happen, but if a recession comes, if a tightening of the belts happens, if a you know shrinking of expenses happen, you're going to be the last person that they want to cut from the payroll because that's what we don't want to see happen. Okay. So anyway, I hope that this podcast provides you value. I hope that it is making you think about your position and and how you're approaching your job. And I hope in the future, you're providing even more value for your organization. So thank you. And once again, I just want to say thank you for listening. I know there are tons of safety podcasts out there. And it really means a lot to me that you chose to listen to this one. So I do truly appreciate it. And I appreciate all your warm messages. So it's definitely keeping me warm on this chilly day. So you guys have an amazing day. And I will chat with you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. You know what? I have a hunch that you have a BSF, a best safety friend who would love to know about this show. Well, don't keep it to yourself. Sharing is caring. Stop what you're doing right now and forward this show to them. They will thank you. And don't forget, you can check out the show notes and links for this week's show at www.asksafetygeek.com. Chat with you next week. Bye.